A big lineup change for the Minnesota Wild tonight against the Flyers. We'll talk about Ryan Hartman getting scratched and what else is in store for the Wild tonight on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked On Wild on your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On Sports. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. On today's pregame preview edition of Lockdown Wild, we talk about the big roster decision for the Wild as Ryan Hartman will not play. And we'll take a look at Marc-Andre Fleury getting the start and what the Wild need to do to come away with a win against Philly. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and it finally happened, so let's dive right in. Ryan Hartman will not play in tonight's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Coach Dean Evason earlier today announcing the news and saying that it was due to penalties. Shocker. Uh, especially the, uh, the one against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But it goes way back beyond that. I mean... The, the number was 21 minutes, uh, 21 penalty minutes for Hartman in his last three games, which is a, that's a very healthy sum of penalty minutes, and it included uh, taking a penalty for simply chirping out an official, and then after he came back on the ice, after he was done serving his misconduct penalty, then he got in a fight. So the frustration clearly has been an issue for Hartman Throughout the season, and up to this point, he has really not had to pay the piper for it. But now, Dean Evason uh, giving him the scratch tonight. Mason Shaw draws in in his place. And Hartman going the, going the Democratic route with message received. But we won't know if the message was received until the next time Hartman is back in the lineup, which I would imagine will be on Saturday against the Buffalo Sabres. So we won't know whether or not that message from Evison has been received until we see him play on Saturday. But it is absolutely the right call because this team just continues to get weighed down by bad penalties. It's one thing if there are penalties that you look at and you say, yeah, that was kind of a bang-bang play. It's another thing entirely to have the types of penalties that have been called on this team this season with high sticks, hooking, slashing, tripping, boarding, you name it. They've been the exact opposite of the kind that you would be, uh, quote-unquote, okay with. So it's absolutely the right call. The lineup with Hartman not in features Brandon Duhame on the Boldy line. So it'll be 
Matt Boldy, Freddie Goudreau, Brandon Duhame. The fourth line will feature Connor Dewar, Mason Shaw, and Ryan Reeves. I myself wonder if the right Dewey was put on the Boldy line. Perfect opportunity to put some additional speed. Not to say that Duhame doesn't have speed, but Duhame is much more of a fit on a physical checking line, and that is not something that is near the top of the list to what Matt Boldy brings to the table. So we are basically, we're just kind of doing the same thing with these line combinations. Why not give Connor Dewar the opportunity to see if his speed on the other side opposite Matt Boldy would provide for some good offensive opportunities for this team with Freddie Goudreau centering that line? Why not try it? They're just, I, I don't know. It just seems to be something that is preventing Dewar from getting any sort of extended looks off that bottom line. What's the hurt in giving him an opportunity to, uh, to hop up on a line that is not the fourth line? So we'll, we'll see if that... Uh, We'll see if that line combination leads to some fruition. Um, and, and it's not to say that I don't like the game that Brandon Duhame brings to the table, because I do. I, I like the physicality that he brings, but I just feel like he's more of a fit as a fill-in on the grief line when not on that bottom line and a potential inevitable successor for one of the two spots on the grief line for Felino or either Greenway. I feel like that is much more of a role suited for him than the offense line with Boldy. But we'll see how it plays out. Marc-Andre Fleury will start tonight, the team wanting to give Philip Gustafson a go against the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday. That is 100% the right call. And I know it was a rough go for Fleury against the Sabres but he also made some just unbelievable saves in that game to keep the Wild in it in overtime all the way up until the end to keep them in it in the third period. Made some unbelievable saves down the stretch, but that is just... Gustafson is the right call to start that game, and so we see the rotation that is not a rotation broken for this one as Flurry will start tonight. Uh, against a Flyers team that is having a little bit of trouble scoring offensively over the last few games, as we'll talk about next. So it's a good opportunity for him at home to try to get um, back on track after uh, a couple of games in which he has not been able to uh, to get a win, the Rangers game and, uh, and the Hurricanes game as well. And uh, played well in the Lightning game, but ultimately... On the uh, the short end of the stick in that game as well, so good opportunity for him to get back into the win column tonight against a Flyers team. Like I said, is struggling to score goals, but is not one that this Wild team can afford to take lightly, considering what they have been struggling with 
over the uh, course of the season as well. So we will take a look at how both teams have done over their last five games, who to watch out for on the Flyers roster, and the goalie situation as well as we continue today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Locked on uh, by FanDuel, the official sportsbook of Locked On Sports. We are so excited for FanDuel to become the official betting partner of Locked On Sports because they have amazing offers and features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first live $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from money line and point spreads to player props as well. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of Locked On Sports. Continuing today's pregame preview edition of Locked On Wild, once again, thanks for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the course of the NHL. All free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Philadelphia Flyers come into this game with a record of 2-2 and 1. They have scored 14 goals in those five games. They've given up 16, so 2.8 goals per game, 3.2 goals allowed per game. Power play checking in at 20%. Penalty kill, 86.7%. Uh, for the Flyers in the last five games. Now, how they have done uh, throughout the course of the entire season, uh, Flyers are 20-21-8, scoring under three goals per game at 2.78. They've scored 136 goals. They've given up 158. Power play, 16.6%. Penalty kills at 771 You may remember the Flyers at the beginning of the season with John Tortorella. They got off to a great start to where people were wondering if it was going to be sustainable uh, through the course of the season. Well, the uh, the other shoe clearly has dropped for the Flyers. But still, a team that is is good on special teams, even strength, not as great. Kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? And so it's going to be a matchup that the Wild need to take seriously because of how they have done over their last five. Two and three in that span with 13 goals scored, 17 goals allowed, power play at 35%. The power play has really been the only way that the Wild have consistently scored goals um, over the last two months. 35.7% over the last five games, penalty kill at 77.8%. And if we look at uh, the Wilds' numbers for the season overall, they have scored uh, a few more goals. They've given up substantially less than the Flyers have. 
And so it's no different than any other game for this wild team. Win the game by keeping it five on five and not committing bad penalties, being careful with the puck, and not allowing the game to be dictated, to use the phrase, not allow the game to be dictated at the free throw line. Don't allow it to become a power play contest between the Wild and the Flyers. Because while you may get some power play goals yourself, additional opportunities above and beyond, say, two or three for the Wild penalty kill is a situation in which you are asking to get burned if you are the Wild. Now, the goalie situation for the Flyers, Carter Hart has um, had a mostly great season, although his numbers have started to balloon over his last few games. Uh, had the sensational opponent or uh, sensational game against the Detroit Red Wings his last time out, in which he stopped 30 of 31 shots. Uh, before that, got roughed up a little bit by Chicago and also by the Boston Bruins. But then again, who hasn't? So he's a young goalie capable of performing well, but it's a situation much like any of the others that the Wild have had all year. If you don't test the goalie enough, you're going to end up putting them in a spot to where they maybe come away with a win that uh, they shouldn't have because they didn't have to face a ton in the way of shots and um, you just kind of let them off the hook a little bit, so to speak. Scoring-wise, for the Flyers, led in goals by Travis Konechny with 24. Uh, Kevin Hayes leading in assists with 29. Uh, You have five players on this Flyers team that have double-digit goals. Konechny, Hayes, Scott Lawton, Owen Tippett, and Morgan Frost. Beyond that, you have a couple of guys with 8 and 9, but it's not a team that has really had a great amount of of scoring this season. And so it's a team that defensively the Wild should be able to do well enough against to where they don't need four goal. They don't need to try to figure out how to score four goals. You could win this with probably two or three if the defense plays well and if the Wild don't spend the entire game in the box. Hopefully the Ryan Hartman uh, benching for this one will help with some of that to just give the awareness of, hey, the coaches are watching the penalty situation. If I take a bad penalty in this game, it could be me on the bench in the next game. So hopefully all that comes into account because this team, these two games at home before – the post-All-Star break mini road trip followed by the mega February homestand. These are two you need. I know Buffalo is great offensively. The Flyers are a team that you should beat. You need these two games at home to get some level of confidence going into the break, coming out of the break against a few teams on the road before a big homestand that will make or break your season. So these are the games you need, but we've said that at points throughout the season where it's a game that you absolutely should win and it ends up being the Ducks game that you win 5-4 to in a shootout 
or the Sharks game that you lose in a shootout at home when you had a 2-0 lead and can't hold it in the final two minutes and then end up losing in a shootout. Take care of business, pick up the win, and move on to Saturday. We'll see how things go, and of course we will have you covered with another Locked on Wild postcast after the game, so make sure to join us then. Make sure you also are subscribed everywhere you can to Locked on Wild content by following us on your favorite podcast platforms, subscribing on YouTube, and following us on social media as well. We've got you covered every single spot as we navigate through the rest of the season with new episodes every Monday through Friday, plus pre- and post-game content as well, all part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.